Stephen O'Keefe's been good enough to join us, former Australian spinner. Going to talk some, well, it was a pretty good performance by a couple of the Aussies yesterday. I mean, they really turned it on. One of the main men, well, the main man was Sean Abbott. A little bit of Sean Abbott from the highlights and then Stephen O'Keefe to talk about it. You would Dwayne Jordan. Here's Sean lighting it up yesterday. Full of pitch. Abbott has a big dig at this. Has it gone the whole way? Yes, it has. Sean Abbott delivers with a six. And a timely six it was too. If they want to post a, a bigger score than what they would be aiming for at the moment, well, Abbott has aimed for the members and he's got there. Joseph into Abbott, who just chips it back over the bowler's head. He'll pick up a single. That's your half-century. Zampa scampers back for a second. Good running, good batting, and a timely innings from Sean Abbott. Shepard with Abbott waiting, swinging, full toss. Got it straight out of the screws and over the fence. Second ball, slower delivery, probably a bigger hit. It's high in the air. Back-to-back -back sixes for Sean Abbott. Here's Abbott full, nicked, caught behind by Inglis. And Sean Abbott, as he's done so many times at this ground for New South Wales and the Sydney Sixers, he strikes for Australia. Oddly's got to go for eight. Sean Abbott comes in from the Paddington end. Edged and taken by Josh Inglis. Carty, the main man at the first match at the MCG. Sean Abbott, he now has two for 15 in his sixth over. So two balls remaining, nine overs after this one. Oh, that's an unbelievable catch. Goodness me, Cameron Green, he's been doing it in the gully all summer. That one pushed off the hit by Roston Chase. It looked like it was going to log on for a single. And it's full legs, low to his left. That is an unbelievable catch. Um, George called me probably a week or two ago. Um, obviously, Nathan Ellis had a sore rib, so um, yeah, knew about a week before I was coming into the squad. So um, switched from the red ball to the white ball pretty quickly and pulled my legs back a little bit in the nets. Um, but yeah, I didn't have much time to think about it, which probably worked in my favour. And um, I had good reassurance from the selectors that I was going to play one, maybe two games as well. So that all sort of helps to settle the nerves. And um, yeah, great to, to get out there tonight. So there was plenty to like about yesterday. Stephen O'Keefe's been good enough to join him part of the SEN One Day International broadcast of that win by Australia over the West Indies. There was a lot to like about it. Steve, welcome to you. Great to have you back on, by the way. Good afternoon, Dwayne. It was an absolute pleasure to be out there last night at the SCG. It was a beautiful night um, and what was a pretty indifferent batting display by the Aussies. Well, it was backed up beautifully in the field. We just... Uh, heard the Sean Abbott highlights. He was so impressive. Back-to-back um, -back 50s for him. Three wickets with the ball and two really good catches at mid-off. So just showcasing his all-round ability. So was it good that we got to see a couple of other guys like, I mean, Jake Fraser-McGurk wasn't out there all that long, but we are getting to see some other faces. I mean, it's not all about Steve Smith or what Marnus does. It's about what some of the other guys can do. Yeah, I, I agree, Dwayne. I, I mean, it's, it'd be a great scene that you could walk into, you know, knowing that they're World Cup champions. And, you know, we are talking about it last night. You've got Will Sutherland coming in. He might have had a bit of nerves, um, you know, with his bowling efforts. But he looks to his right. He's got Josh Hazelwood there, who's chatting to him every ball. He's got Marnus Lubbershane in the ring. And he's got Steve Smith in the covers. So, you know, really impressive performance by him. Jake Fraser-McGurk, well, you know, that was an absolute blitzkrieg as a top of the order. <laughs> 
um, hit one a long way back into the O'Reilly stand, punched one down the ground for four and then nicked one off. So, yeah, look, I think that's a sign of things to come. You know, I think that might be the way that Australia goes about playing white ball cricket, um, afford the luxury of having a guy in there who can go about their business basically with no fear. It's super entertaining. Um, so I think we will see more of Jake Crazy McGurk. And of course, a couple of nights ago, we saw Xavier Bartlett on debut take four wickets. He was rested for the SCG game. But, you know, three guys who have been doing really well domestically have earned their opportunities, um, you know, and are walking into a, a World Cup champion winning team. So really good environment for them to uh, start out their international careers. So is this the new sneaky entry into the test team as opposed to, well, Sheffield will always be an entry system, but if you've got guys like, well, Jake Fraser-McGurk admitted on SEN about a week ago that he wants to play test cricket for Australia. Will Sutherland obviously wants to. So if you can perform in the 50-over format or whatever format you get a chance to play for Australia, that's your entry in if you can deliver. Yeah, look, I mean... There's been a few players where it's been sort of a double-edged sword. They've gone off and played P20 cricket, one-day cricket, and haven't you know, afforded the luxury of playing red ball cricket. Ashton Agar's one at the moment who finds himself unlucky not to be in a WA side because he's been playing too much white ball cricket. Um, but you can't underestimate doing well at international level. So, you know, if you're scoring runs uh, at the top of the order for Australia in white ball cricket, one-day cricket against international teams, then... The selectors will be looking at you closely. Aaron Finch, um, you know, had a great red ball career, but got into the test side on the back of some one-day form um, and played, you know, a handful of tests. So, yeah, I think these guys, if they can show that they can handle that pressure and that situation, then I certainly think it converts. And, you know, Will Sutherland's one to watch out for. He's a great leader at um, Victoria, captain there. Um, great bowling attributes. Uh, was in a handy partnership with Sean Abbott of 57 on debut and took a good catch. So, yeah, there's some exciting young players that are, that are coming through. It is a bit of the changing the guard, as you said. It's not just Steve Smith and Marnus Lubbershane. Australia's going to have to have one eye on the future. And uh, fortunately uh, for Australian cricket and the selectors, there's a lot of good young talented players out there. So not everyone is in love with the one-day internationals and not everyone's in love with them in Feb. So should we be looking at the glass half full, though, and... It's just nice to have it, so let's enjoy what we've got, even if the crowds aren't big. And should we not complain when the pitch could be a little better? And there are a few complaining about yesterday's pitch. Yeah, look, I think you're always going to have those murmurings, aren't you? It's, it's a big summer. It's a long summer. And there are other question marks of, like, hey, what, what, is, what are the points? What, what is the point of these one days mm. that are on at the moment? Um, last night, we had 20,000 at the SCG, and it was a good crowd but far, a far cry from what we were getting, you know, only a couple of weeks earlier with the, the big bash where you're getting 43,000 um, at the SCG. So I'm sure Cricket Australia are looking at that and scheduling. It's always been a headache for them because there's so much cricket on and you've got to balance, you know, your domestic competition versus your test competition. And that always, you should be prioritising the Australian team and we should be getting sold out houses there, um, particularly on a beautiful night there, which is showcasing the best of our domestic players so yes there is a question mark over it um however you know I, I was so appreciative of the cricket that was on last night it was a good contest yes the wicket had a little bit of variable in it but you know there's always this talk that it's a good wicket if you make 350 and I'm like well you know it's also a good wicket if there's a, there's some challenges in there for the batters and you can see them you know craft out in innings and you know, last night, because the wicket had a little bit in it, we saw the likes of Sean Abbott be able to come in at eight and hit back-to-back 50s and 
showcase his skills. So, um, you know, on top of that, there was a great bowling performance as well from all the quicks. Um, you know, 260, I thought was a fair effort um, by the uh, Australians in the end. Uh, but I thought the West Indies were right in the game, but the Aussies just shut them out with the ball. So um, they move on to Canberra, I think, for the next one day. Yeah. And look, that's, that's got a capacity of about 15,000, I think. So I'd be surprised if you didn't see that one as a sellout. Yeah, so tomorrow, this time tomorrow, you'll be getting that third one day from Canberra coming away on SEN. So we do need avenues for all the Sean Abbotts of the world to be able to show us what they've got because if they don't get a chance to do it on the big stage, we're not going to see them. You can do it in the Shield, but no one's watching the Shield. So it's a little bit different <laughs> Shield cricket right now to what it was 30 years ago. Yeah, look, I, I agree. It's, you know, I think if you're out there in the public domain and you're producing these results, you know, it can only help your chances. But look, cricket and shield cricket in particular has a massive passive following. No one is watching it. So no one, you know, will be able to see the likes of Sean Abbott. However, people will check up on scores and will also recognise good performances. So if the guys are doing consistently well at shield level, it's not everything, but it goes a long way to them getting selection, um, you know, into the Australian team, particularly the red ball team. Um, you know, as it stands now, there's three games on at the moment. Um, you know, New South Wales, it's a great game between them and WA. You've got future test cricketer potentially in Bancroft batting at the moment. Um, and also, you know, if we look at a global perspective around the world, there's some great test matches going on. I know SEN mm. are covering India v England. Um, that's a great uh, test match that's going on. So a lot of cricket for all the cricket fans out there, particularly myself, nothing better than a a Tuesday afternoon uh, watching test cricket or watching some shield cricket. Um, but you'd prefer to see, uh, quite rightly, as you said, seeing these Aussie guys um, in, in the bright lights, in prime time viewing. And, um, yeah, last night we got a, a great example of what Sean Abbott can do with the bat and the ball. So before I let you go, what give us a prediction, Australia New Zealand. Australia New Zealand, yeah. Well, look, this is going to be a spicy contest. There's a lot of question marks over this Australian top six. I think it is their best top six that they're going with, um, you know, but we're looking at Marnus Lubbershane and Cameron Green, particularly at three and four. They're going to have to find some groove. And Travis Hebble, he's coming off the back of three uh, golden ducks, so hopefully his form can improve for Australia. But, um, yeah, I, I'm tipping the Aussies. Um, at the moment, New Zealand are playing South Africa. Um, you know, they're five for 500 or so in that one, so, you know, they're well ahead, but... I think the Aussies will get it done against New Zealand, but um, could be some tricky conditions on some green wickets over there. So be interested to see how our batters hold up. And form, do you think Marnus will turn it around? Is form, can you flick a switch? Do you think Marnus has got the capability, capability of doing that? Yeah, I mean, look, this guy averages over 50 in test cricket. And, you know, he's hit a bit of a lean patch, but, you know, lean patch is averaging 35. He hit back-to-back 60s at the SCG. Um, look, I'm sure that he'll go back and reassess the way that he's playing, in particular the short ball, because he got out in similar fashion at the Gabba in the last test, in the pink ball test. Um, but he's done this consistently now for Australia over a long period of time. So there's no, there's no thoughts in changing that top six, in my opinion, but I think they will have a point to prove. Um, and, you know, they're going to have to do that against the, you know, pretty quality New Zealand attack. So confident that they can... Um, get the job done, particularly the top six, but I'm sure that they'll be wanting to make a statement in New Zealand. Steve, great to have you on. Always great to hear you, and uh, it was good to hear you yesterday. We'll talk soon. Good on you, Dwayne. Cheers. Stephen O'Keefe joining us, part of SEN's One Day International broadcast of Australia and the West Indies yesterday. Going to take a quick break.